Broadcasting from atop the Hensler Financial Building in the heart of Georgia's financial district, Kennesaw, Georgia, this is Money Talks. Welcome back to Money Talks. I'm your host, Nick Antonucci, joined today by DJ Barker, Zach Alexander, and Kelly Lynn Scalise. And guys, it is time to get into our case study, right? Yes. All right. All right. I've got Sam and Sheila here. They started seriously investing back in uh, 2009 when they were first married. Um, They were able to get a great house. It was a foreclosure, so they got a great deal on that. Um, They basically followed some sound financial advice, you know, we heard on TV, blogs, radio, that sort of thing, you know, basically a little bit do-it-yourselfers, but um, portfolios grew quickly in the, what, longest bull market in history? Yeah, Yeah. coming off of 2009, wow. (laughs) Kind of a big hitting streak. Yeah, it's like, wow, you you entered at the sweet spot. Welcome to your first major down. Yeah, so, and that's exactly what they're going (laughs) through right now. Yeah, Um, Yeah, they're a bit surprised, kind of turning a blind eye for the time that they did. They kind of missed the pandemic because his job kept him busy and then she got sick right away, you know, that first wave and it was like, you know. Focus was elsewhere. Focus was elsewhere. And now everybody's better, you know, they're, you know, the kind of things are starting to come back to normal and they're like, oh. What's happening? 20%, 20%, we gotta, we gotta make some major changes. Yeah, no one told so, me this would happen. So, they've been spoiled. Yes. <laughs> what you got for them? Yeah. So kind of, I think the focus here is is like address, assessing the situation and, and really is what not to do, right? Right, right, right. Avoiding the pitfalls. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I, th- I think one of the, the biggest things is that sticks out to me is they've had such a good run in the market yeah. because of their entry point. And, you know, us as humans, we're goldfish. Our short-term memories uh, are we, we, we literally will think, you know, what has happened to me recently, and we will forget about the bad times. So I think a lot of times, you know, what they're, especially with this case study, what they're going through is uh, bringing back down to reality. You mm-hmm. know, that's going to cause panic. They're going to try to find some direction or guidance amongst this market turmoil and that's when it gets you into trouble you start to let your emotions drive your financial decisions and that could just be a a horrific end result for them Mm -hmm. right and i think i think even what we see from clients sometimes is like oh it's down 20 percent, but it might go down another 10 percent and so right. people are often inclined to be like well i can avoid the next 10 percent." but dj kind of what you said before referring to like trying to time the market and missing the best seven days is okay so you you sell and you miss the next 10 percent, but you have to be right in picking the bottom again. yes so you have mm-hmm. to be right twice, twice. and more right. often than not what happens is okay you missed the the, the bottom 10 percent, but then when we get the snapback rally whatever it is and we're back above where we started you've you've missed out because you've you're not nimble enough or you're so worried at, at trying to you know avoid the downside that now you've missed the upside yeah, we're and, and that can really weigh right. on on your returns over the long term right absolutely yeah i think the biggest thing just to keep in mind the firm philosophy is the 10-year rule so any money that you need within 10 years should be invested in face or safe investments cds mm-hmm. municipals treasuries things of that nature if you don't need it growth it doesn't matter it's not growth if the market's doing well it's growth investments, stocks, yeah, stocks. or mutual exactly. funds that invest exactly. in stocks, right? It's mm-hmm. it's those type of investments. It's not about the performance of that security. It's creating a plan, making sure you have a plan, making tactical alloca- allocations and adjustments throughout the year, but you're not being emotional. So for you, it sounds like for, for Sam and Sheila, it sounds like, you know, they're they're in a situation where 
it sounds they're more growth tiered. It sounds like if their first house was 2009 ish, mm-hmm. you know, it sounds like they're going to be growth tilted for yeah, their selves. So yeah, right. You know, so I would say, you know, if you're looking to make emotional changes now, you've you've missed the boat because we're down 20 percent. Right. Right. Exactly. And and I think the preparation goes into what you know, we don't know what the market's going to do tomorrow or the foreseeable future. We have fundamentals that can give us an idea of what might happen. But the preparation goes into spending time with the client in the good years to remind them to say, hey, we've got this 10 year rule. We're going to make sure that any money you need is protected. So when this does happen, I can't tell you when exactly, but when it does, you're going to be prepared. And we're just trying to be certain about uncertainty, which is. I mean, no one really can, you know, give the impossible, but that that's the preparation with the tenure rule. I think Absolutely. That's important. Yeah. So I think what we'd need to do now is just kind of take a look at your allocation, right? You want to kind of look at your, what you've got, your winners and your losers. What do you have that's quality investments? What do you have and make tactical adjustments there? Again, not emotional, but we will even in, in 2008. Mm-hmm. Hensler was making adjustments to a portfolio tactically, selling out of a, a, a growth investment that maybe has lost something, a change in you know their CEO. Something we saw something going on within the company or the organization, and we said, you know what, we don't like where they're headed. Let's let's trim that out again. It's tactical, not losing value in the market is not a tactical adjustment for research, right? Right. You can lose value, yeah, but if the fundamentals of that company are there we continue to hold. I mean, you'd be hard pressed to find many companies, like I said, outside the energy sector that have a positive return year to date. That doesn't mean that they're bad companies. Right. By any means, it right, doesn't right. mean you should sell them because the stock just is down. because it's down is not it. And again, uh, we do tactical changes for tax loss harvesting. So if the a company that we like is down, you can sell it at a loss. Don't buy that back for 31 days, and then we go back into that position. That's just harvesting the harvesting a loss, offsetting you know gains somewhere else. So that's also something that you'll want to consider um, when you, when you look at kind of your current allocation. Sure, and I think just like from an overall you know balance sheet standpoint, you know something that these two can look at is um, and this is outside of you know the stock market, but. What debt do you have? Because mm. as we've continued mm. to preach, mm-hmm. interest rates are moving higher. So if you have credit card balances, it's going up. Those are going up. Oh yeah. Right. If you have any sort of uh, adjustable, you know, rate type of debt, it's the cost of it is going up. So if you have excess cash on the sidelines, hard to find a better time to pay that debt off than now because it's going to get a lot more costly for you to carry. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I right. and I know we've talked about it before, but we still have some individuals come in and that they have a higher mortgage rate. They didn't they missed the boat on I didn't get it at two and a half percent, so I can't do it now. If you're in the sevens, eights, and we've seen it in the nines this mm. year I met with a potential client with a nine percent interest rate. They didn't wow. do it because they didn't hit the low now's the time to look at a refinance. Oh. It's still better to save a little bit, even right. at a 6% It's hard to imagine rate. that that exists, but it does. But it does, it does. Yeah. because we're emotional. Well, I couldn't get it at the best price I can, right. so I'm not going to do anything. I'm just going to stay stay where I'm at. Reevaluate that debt. You're absolutely right. Reevaluate. Re- That's very an- important. Another, another item to keep in mind is don't stop investing because the market is down, because you know now's we always encourage you to continue to dollar cost average, because you're exactly. getting stocks mm-hmm. at a... Big discount to what you're paying just six months ago, 12 months ago, yep. um, especially like if you contribute to a retirement plan, if you're investing in your 401k, 
do not stop those contributions. In my opinion, if anything, increase them. I know personally, mm-hmm. I've increased mine because do I think the market might go lower? It might go lower, but I want to continue to buy. To buy. Exactly. If you have that long-term approach, you're lowering your costs over time. And, and you know, studies show that you're going to come out ahead by dollar cost averaging into the market. And with the dollar cost it average. It can be scary, but continue to invest. Absolutely. Right. And diversification. It's not putting all your, your, your funds in a drip program at because your company has that. You get a discount and you're doing exactly. a drip. You've got to diversify your portfolio. You know, you need to make sure that the diversification is there. Many different sectors, different weightings within those sectors, mm-hmm. different securities. Um, and I know if you're just starting in a 401k or, or just starting to invest, it'll be little amounts of money into that, whatever it is you're buying. Right. But still, over the long term, you're never going to pick whatever sector is up, one sector is going to be down. You, we don't know what's going to happen. Sure. That's why you want to have many different securities and many different sectors to make sure that you kind of encompass all of the moving parts of, of what's happening in the stock market. Yeah. And that brings in the idea of rebalancing as well. We preach this. I feel like it's it's every other week. I feel like on the radio show, we talk about rebalancing your I portfolios. I was going to wonder if rebalancing right now is a wise choice because then you would be selling and... You'd be selling some of your winners. Right. But, but to the point that they're overweight. I'm not right. saying that you should sell, like, for okay. example, okay. energy. I'm not saying get underweight energy. I'm saying if you've got, if your portfolio positions are mm-hmm. w- well in excess of what, you know, um, you know, either your recommended weighting is or the index weight is, consider trimming it. You're yeah. just getting back to market weight and you're seeing okay. cheaper stocks in, um, you know, maybe it's tech, maybe it's discretionary. It all goes back to high quality. Right now, more than ever is when active management matters, in my opinion. And you mm-hmm. can see that because, for the last 15 years, everyone said, buy an index fund, buy an index fund. There are so many actively managed mutual funds out there right now that are beating the benchmark mm. because in times of volatility and a sell-off, those who focus on fundamentals, right. high quality, companies with predict, like we do, predictable cash flows, earnings that, you know, okay, things might, interest rates may go up, we might see a slowdown, but, um, you know, a, a tobacco stock, People aren't just going to stop smoking. No. Yeah. Oh, if yeah. anything, they're probably going to ramp it up when things exactly. are a little bit tough. Yeah. You know, it, it, yeah. it's a stock picker's market. You know, things may go lower, but if you if you're picking good quality names, you're going to be okay, and you can you can you know rebalance and move back into some of those names that you're a bit underweight in. Yeah, I think yeah. the fundamentals is so important because that's the it takes the emotion out of it. Mm-hmm. You know, if you if you're investing in cryptocurrency. Um, you're I'm emotionally sorry. going into <laughs> and out of that, right? You think right. that, well, my goodness, it's such a great you know, future. It's going to happen. But <laughs> right. look at what's happening. You know, you've lost 50% of 70%. market. 70%. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, insane what's happening yeah, right now. Yeah, I just glanced yeah. at fundamentals, those headlines. <laughs> fundamentals are so important. I mean, it, you've got, if you've got high quality investments, you don't have to worry about this type of you know, market fluctuation. Yeah, right. Absolutely. Right. And and I think one last thing to mention before before we wrap it up here is is the, you know right now is, is kind of a tough time. There's a lot of variables. The market's a little crazy. Just as humans, we are not built to deal with this level of ambiguity. So by default, you know, we need some level of guidance. And I think a financial advisor or a team that understands the behavior and the fundamentals to help you continue and get look over that long term fence, if you will, for the long term outcome right. is is the best bet right now. Absolutely. All right. Good good conversation, guys. Hopefully yeah. that, uh, you know, mm-hmm. gives you an idea of things to avoid in terms of market volatility. Kellen, when we, get, when we come back? Yes, we've got our listener questions. We're talking where to put that emergency fund. And I've got another one that's a uh, psychology, uh, you know, 
little, little interesting there interesting. for you, Zach. Yeah. Exactly. I know. It's like I planned this. Oh, it's wow. amazing. All right. You're listening to Money Talks, your trusted resource for your money, your future, your life. You give me that funny feeling in my tummy. All material presented is from sources believed to be reliable and current, but accuracy cannot be guaranteed. The contents are intended for general information purposes only. Information provided should not be the sole basis in making any decision and is not intended to replace the advice of qualified professionals, such as tax consultants, insurance advisor, or attorney. Although this material is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with respect to the subject matter, it may not apply in all situations. This is not to be construed as an offer to buy or sell any financial instruments. It is not our intention to state, indicate, or imply in any manner that current or past results are indicative of future profitability or expectations. Portfolio holdings discussed are subject to change. There is no guarantee that in the future these securities will be held in the Hensler accounts. As with all investments, there are associated inherent risks. Please obtain and review all financial material carefully before investing. Hensler is not licensed to offer or sell insurance products. This overview is not to be construed as an offer to purchase any insurance products.